I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning. John Hines in for Denny Long on this Saturday morning. Time for some car talk here with our friends from Lloyd's Automotive. Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. I'm talking about Nick Stoffel, who's going to join us here. And I'll remind you that if you've got a question for Nick, you can text at 651-461-9226. Or you can also call in, 651-461-9226, and we'll get your questions on. And I'll say good morning, Nick. How are you doing this morning, my friend? Have doing we got well, a con- How are you? Oh, there we go. For a moment there, I thought we were shy of a connection here. Hey, let me tell people, too, as we get going, how they can get in touch with Lloyd's Automotive. Of course, it's lloydsautomotive.net if you want more information. Or you can call them at 651-228-1316. Hey, Nick, I want to ask you about this to begin with. With the UAW going out on strike, about 10% of the workers so far, as of midnight on Thursday uh, into Friday, we've seen the first day of the strike and pickets at uh, a number of locations. But we hear about the, the, the ripple effect and how this will affect other businesses, other parts of the community. For each striking auto worker, somebody anticipated it would have an impact on six other working Americans. What does this mean? Have you guys thought about this at Lloyd's Automotive in terms of parts and things like that that may become scarce in the days to come if this, uh, depending on how long this strike strike will last? Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. You know, I mean, the, 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 you know, as we know, costs on everything has gone up and, you know, at least at the strike, uh, you know, you're going to assume for, there may be a shortage of new vehicles, which some might say that in favor of us because there's fewer cars to buy, so you have to fix what you have. But I just think for the long run, just to keep things moving is probably the best plan. You know, we, um, we've been very fortunate. We always stay really quite busy, and, um, you know, parts have gotten definitely better. But it, it's funny because there's certain items still, you know, here a couple of years later after all the shortages that we were going through that we still have a hard time finding. And what's happened is, it's, it's, you know, it feels like it's almost become acceptable where, like, you know, our, our policy used to be every car every day, and we try very hard to get every car done the same day that it arrives so we can get people back on the road and back and living their lives. And uh, it feels like more often than not we have a, a few days or sometimes a week, and sometimes, you know, there's like things are discontinued or not available because they haven't been fulfilled. And then we start scrambling trying to find 
another another approach, another way, uh, and it's it's different. It's definitely different. And you hope that this doesn't continue that trend. Hopefully, we can come to an agreement and people can get back to work and things can get back moving forward. You know, we know this, and, and you know this as as well as anybody, that more and more of us are uh, getting more and more miles on the car that we have. Um, we're Rather than running out to, to replace, to get a new one, uh, we're trying to get the most out of the vehicles we have. Uh, is this still the trend in, in the business? Is this pretty much what you're seeing on a day-to-day basis? A- absolutely. And as you mentioned, a lot of our, you know, a couple hundred thousand miles on a vehicle, you shouldn't be afraid. I mean, it's, you know, if you're old enough, you know, a hundred thousand miles was a magical milestone with the car. And now they're just honestly breaking in. The key though, is we have to maintain them. I mean, usually the vehicles that we see, not all, the vehicles that we see that have some of these earlier failures or problems oftentimes has to do with the lack of maintenance. You know, we if you listen with Denny, you know, we talk about oil changes almost on a weekly basis. And I can't pr- stress that enough. If you do those little maintenance items, which cost money for sure, but it's way less expensive on the long run versus a big repair, that and then you're not going to have to buy a new vehicle, which we see they're already so expensive. And who knows what will happen after the situation that got going on now. Yeah, I got to ask you about this when we talk about, because when you mentioned oil change, I always think of oil change and tire rotation. And thinking about tire rotation, we recently just came through a very hot spell in the Twin Cities with temperatures into the 90s, you know, day after day. And these things all have an effect on tire pressure. And, you know, so many vehicles now, you can check your tire pressure while you're driving, check it from the from the dash. And, you know, so many vehicles now, you can check your tire pressure while you're driving, check it from the from the dash, from the steering wheel, push this button, and it'll show you each individual tire. Um, but we should see, you know, with, with these temperatures, now we've got a coolish morning, a 57-degree start to the day. Uh, does it? Does this have a major impact on... On, on tire pressures as we're rolling down the highway. Well, we, we, we joke about it because it's usually as you run into this season now and things have cooler mornings, as you mentioned, that people might wake up, fire up their vehicle and head down the road and that tire light might be on. It was on for a moment and after I drove for a mile or two, it went out. Well, as you know, just as the temperatures <clears throat> increase, the pressures will increase, the same is true for as it cools down. So you might find here in the next few weeks that your tire pressures have lost a little, and it's just to do with the temperature. It's not that there's anything wrong with your tire or your wheel. So you might find yourself topping off a couple of pounds of pressure in each tire just to satisfy that threshold to keep that light off. All right, refresh for me now. When do I check my tire pressure? If it, it, Like in the morning when it's cool, if, if the manufacturer recommends 35 pounds of uh, 35 PSI per tire, do I do that in the morning and make sure everything is up to snuff and then watch perhaps as the day goes on and as I drive that they might exceed that 35? What's, what's, the, uh, what's the, the, the wiggle room in there, so to speak, Nick? So the, the placard in the in the door jam will say at cold temp. So it would say if the vehicle hasn't been running, just stationary. Ambient temperature might have a minor effect, but truthfully, as you start driving the vehicle and the rotating of the uh, pavement and the, and the tread creates quite a bit of heat, and that will cause that tire to increase. And, and, and when I say increase, we're talking just a couple pumps PSI. This isn't significant. You're not going to blow out a tire or anything that dramatic. 
But if the door jam says 35, you're 35, 36, cold, you're fine. You might see if your vehicle is equipped with the gauges that you've mentioned, it might go up to 37, maybe 38, but nothing significant. It's just a few PSI difference. But what I was touching on earlier, let's say it gets down to 30, and also 29 might be the threshold on your vehicle. It hits 29, you start the vehicle up, you drive a mile or two, all of a sudden it you know, as it warms up, increases to 30, 31, well, the light goes back off and met that threshold. So there's, there's a few PSI wiggle room, as you, as you said, um, that, I, you know, and like, once again, I won't get too worried or too excited about it. You know, if the light's off, you're fine. Um, if the light comes on, it goes back off, you know, you're just a couple pounds off and you need to have them just adjusted. Right, let me remind everybody, too, that if you'd like to text in a question, for Nick, you can do that on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line at 651-461-9226. Or you can call in, same number, 651-461-9226. And, and we, can, we can take care of it this way. So um, we'll, we'll get to your questions and give you a chance. Nick Stoffel, the, uh, the boss at Lloyd's Automotive. Or is the customer still the boss, Nick? Well, the customer's always the boss, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm the last one in line. Yeah, okay. It just kind of trickles down to you at that particular point. So feel free to bring that up and, and, to, uh, and to get your question in, and we'll, we'll pass them along as, as quickly as we can. Here's one. Let me, just, let me start with this from the uh, Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line here. Uh, Nick, I have a 2005 Honda Accord with a V6, 180,000 miles, is there advantages for my vehicle by adding a quarter can of seafoam to a full tank of gas approximately every three, uh, every three or six months? Thanks for whatever advice you can pass along. I, I will say a lot of the additives are good maintenance. If you're having a problem with the vehicle, oftentimes you can't, you know, we say you can't fix a car in a can, and that's true. But a lot of these fuel injection additives or these uh, crankcase additives or a lot of these different items we add to the oil or fuel or what have, read the can carefully, follow as described, and I don't think it will hurt necessarily. Um, but if you're looking for a repair out of it, that's not going to happen. So just be careful. Look at what you're spending on that. Um, if you remember, you know, we used to have heat, you know, a bunch of years ago. and Sure. It was essentially, well, it was alcohol. Well, now we have ethanol on the field, so you don't need that. You, don't, you know, there's enough ethanol in the field so it absorbs that moisture so we don't have that need anymore and you know if you use a a, a good quality fuel um, i would argue that a lot of the additives in that fuel are going to be what's in some of these products or same goes for oil if you're using a, a good quality motor oil a lot of the uh, additives or um, packages that they put in that oil when they manufacture it are in the air so you don't necessarily need that additional items but uh, just keep in mind if you if you're near and dear to your vehicle and you want to treat it to a little extra something, it won't hurt it. But, you know, I don't think you're going to get, get much of a gain. All right. We've got more questions coming in via the text line here at 651-461-9226. Let's take this time out, Nick, and we'll come back and we'll chat some more. Uh, Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, and we'll get to all of that coming up at News Talk 830 WCCO. Let's get right back into it. Car Talk here with Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. You can reach them at lloydsautomotive.net, or you can get to us at 651-461-9226. Here's a question right off the get-go. Uh, what type of brake pads 
do you suggest, Nick, to eliminate brake dust? I'm curious about that myself because I've got nice wheels, but if they always look like they're covered with soot, then it, it doesn't look that good. You know, I would say do a little research. Um, most often a ceramic-type brake pad uh, produces much less uh, brake dust, so you don't have that black uh, stuff collecting on your wheels. But just keep in mind, if you don't keep that clean, it will it'll become a permanent mark on your wheels. So, but, yeah, I, w- I would say that the... Typically, as you look at the, you go to the, if you do it yourself or you're at the parts store and you look at the variety of brake pads, usually the ones that cost a little more money are ceramic based. And if you read up on the, the, the information on there, oftentimes they do last longer, uh, they're quieter, uh, they're, they're braking capacity and oftentimes might be promoted that it's better. So, you know, to, to be honest, most often what we use is a ceramic based pad uh, just for that simple reason. We don't want noise. We don't want brake dust. Okay. How about this one? I've got a 2006 Ford Explorer Eddie Bauer edition, 325,000 miles. Replace the blower motor. It's working. However, the airflow isn't as much as needed. The AC doesn't get cold enough and the heat doesn't get warm enough. Any suggestions? And is that the kind of thing that you'd be willing to look at um, after they have been to a couple of other places and they haven't been able to fix that, Nick? Well, I I would say if we have an airflow issue... Um, maybe there's something with that blower motor itself. The fan blade maybe isn't fastened properly. Uh, maybe there's a restriction or the, the flaps. You know, we've talked about this in the past where, you know, there's a series of motors most often and flaps that control the place or the, where the air is going and also the temperatures. It's a couple of different sets of flaps there. I would say the airflow issues related to something along those lines where if the AC is not as cold and the heat is not as hot, makes you see think something with the temperature door isn't operating properly because they're even though they're in the same box, they're really not related or connected. You know, the heater core produces the heat which comes off the engine running and then the evaporator, which is part of the air conditioning system, comes from the the compressor, which is a pump, which creates that change in pressures, which creates that coldness on that evaporator core. So the two different systems living in the same space. So if, if they both aren't working properly you're thinking that there's something wrong with that area that they're they're uh, they're living in, you know, something with that heater box. So I would okay. I would advise them, you know, wherever in the community that you live in, you have a friend that has a reference, you have a shop nearby, share the whole story with them. That's another really important fact is when you bring your vehicle in, more information is not a bad thing. It helps us get to the bottom of it a little bit quicker. So write all these things down. So when you get to the shop, you have a nice, you know sheet of paper with a description of what's happening. And tell those folks what's going on, and that'll help them get to the bottom of it. All right. Here's one. This is wide open, and I don't know where you would start, but it's a 2007 Jeep Liberty Sport with the check engine light on. Any idea what it could be? It could be just about anything, couldn't it, Nick? Very true. The that check engine light, uh, by description, is an emissions light. That can be as simple as a gas cap being loose, as severe as a misfire, within the engine and anything in between. So our advice for people is if the check engine light is on and the vehicle is running normally, get a hold of your shop, make an appointment. You know, it might be a week or two before you can get in. That's okay. Make an appointment and proceed forward. If the vehicle is running a little bit rough, I would say you need to find somebody to get a look at sooner, you know, as soon as you can. And then if the light starts to flash repetitively, that's telling you that you shouldn't be driving the vehicle and you should have it towed. So there's kind of... Stages, stages to live with it. 
All right. Hey, I've got more questions lined up on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. It's 651-461-9226. Let's get the time out here. We'll get the latest weather, a couple of commercial announcements, and come back and check more with Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. In St. Paul, on Grand, you'll find them... um, well, right there, as a matter of fact, you can also go to lloydsautomotive.net, and a little later on, you can call them. We'll be right back. News Talk 830, WCCO. John Hines in for Denny Long on this Saturday morning. We are doing car talk with our friend Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Here's a phone number. Let me get this out now. And, Nick, what time will people be answering that, that phone today at uh, Lloyd's Automotive? Well, actually, John, we're not, uh, we, give the, we give the staff the, the weekends for family time, so we won't be back until Monday. Uh, Monday. Okay. Well, here's the number then, 651 228 one three one six. It's that easy. A uh, couple more questions via the city's one plumbing talk and text line. Uh, riddle me this one if you can, Nick. I have a two thousand seven Solera. Do I need to clean the screen on the transmission or just change the fluid? I would say most vehicles. It's a drain and fill process. If it is equipped with a filter, I, I would replace it. You know, cleaning. Cleaning the screen, which used to be a common thing years and years ago, but you know those filters are very expensive. When you clean it, you might get most of the, you might get some of the stuff out of it. But you're not going to get it all. So I would say if you're going through the process of taking the pan down, you're already that far into it. I would say buying a new filter would be the appropriate uh, procedure for sure. But like I started with, most often a drain-in fill, some some or drain-in fill, some situations you can actually still do a flush. So do a little research, uh, but cleaning the, the filter is not probably advised. All right, now here's one that I think plagues many auto owners, especially uh, those like me who are not really well-versed in auto mechanics here. Um, I bought a 2020 Ford Escape on December 31st last year. It had 16,000 miles on it. Had the oil changed in July, nothing was wrong at that point. I had the oil changed yesterday. And now they're telling me that I need new tires, new brakes. This just doesn't sound realistic. I have 29,000 miles on it now. Uh, give me your take on this. It seems like a bit excessive unless something really strange is happening with this ride. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to know for sure. But always, if you're being told something when you're at the, at the dealership, your repair shop, and you're unsure, have some follow-up questions. Have an, look for an explanation. You know, I need tires. Well, why do I need tires? Maybe there's a gash in the sidewall. Maybe there's some abnormal wear. Maybe, who knows, right? But ask those questions. And same goes for the brakes. Okay, it's 29,000 miles early to have the brakes replaced. Uh, I would say yes, but there are certain makes and models, driving conditions, where maybe the fronts or the rears uh, have some premature wear. Maybe one of the calipers are hanging up. There's there are reasons sometimes for these repairs that seem a little early or excessive. And to follow up, if they can't give you a good explanation, maybe go get a second opinion. You know, so if you're, if you're, you know, don't be afraid to ask those questions. And then if those questions don't satisfy your, your, what you're looking for, go get a second opinion. And then you have a couple things to compare. Yeah, a second opinion, I think, is critical, especially in a case like this. If you're talking about new tires and new brakes, 
on a car that's only three years old. I've had vehicles where I've gone into the shop for oil change and tire rotation. And of course, like so many good dependable shops, they check for the wear and tear on various things, including the brakes. And I had one service manager say, don't you ever stop? Because the the brakes don't seem to show a lot of wear and tear, but I think it's about how we drive. I mean, are we the type of a driver that does those jackrabbit starts, and then all of a sudden you have to stand on the brakes when you get two blocks later to the next red light? Uh, th- that's the kind of thing that can take some wear and tear, right, Nick? A- absolutely. You know, the you know, are you are you on the highway a lot? Is your commute? Where it's all sustained speeds, or are you in stop and go traffic? You know, it, you know the, the driving conditions, driving habits, types of vehicles too. You know, vehicles aren't all the same, and they don't wear the same. So, you know, keep that in mind. But like we said earlier, just ask those questions. If somebody's selling you a, a bill of goods, they should be able to explain why. And if, if that doesn't satisfy you, I would take that information, go get a second opinion, and then you know you have some comparisons, and you can get to the bottom of it. Very good stuff all the way around. Lloydsautomotive.net. That's L-L-O-Y-D-S, automotive.net. Or you can always call them, too, uh, on Monday at 651-228-1316, where they work at getting your car in and out in the same day, wherever possible. And as, Nick, you pointed out, maybe these things might change as we get into the uh, UAW strike and we see the ripple effects down the road. But we wish everybody the the best of luck in that case and to see how that plays out. We'll catch up with you again next week. I believe Denny Long is back with you, Nick, and I appreciate your joining me this Saturday morning here on Car Talk at News Talk 830 WCCO. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.